We're going to continue with a lot of the big stories of the day. And one of them, and we threw it at our panel, is what is happening with NAFTA. And I've talked to a lot of people about NAFTA. And I, I don't know about you. I started to get a funny feeling a couple of weeks ago. This old, oh, we're just talking to Mexico. And we had a lot of explanations officially that, no, this is just something that was between Mexico and the United States. And now the president of the United States being very clear today, saying, no, that Canada is being left to the side. You know, we've been up, down, all around when it comes to NAFTA, all the country was together in a very bipartisan support. And lately there has been a little bit of chipping away, perhaps at uh, Trudeau and the Liberals, as there is apparently some holes. Uh, NAFTA is very important. We get that message. But do we also have to get the message that the president right now is targeting Canada? I'm just going to be honest. We are joined by trade lawyer Cindy Tog. Ogden Cherniak, who is with the boutique firm LexSage. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you for being here. Hi, Arlene. All right. You know, I did have a funny feeling about it. Now he's come right out and say, you know, the president of the United States, Cindy, has said, no, we're leaving Canada to the side. Should we be worried? I don't think we should be worried um, that he's discussing with Mexico and Canada is not part of those discussions. What we need to be worried about is what he wants from us. And he's making it very clear that he wants supply management on the table and on the table soon. All right. You know, we've been hearing that, but I'm just going to play the exact wording in the in the clip today of the president, because he seemed quite strong that Canada was not really being invited to the party. Here's what he said. We're not negotiating with Canada right now. Their tariffs are too high. Their barriers are too strong. So we're not even talking to them right now. We'll see how that works out. It'll only work out to our favor. And we haven't, Cindy, really had admission from our government about this. It has all been, oh, no, this is just part of the process. Those are tough words there. They are, but if you, if you really listen to what he said, he says we're not talking to Canada right now, and that's true. They're busy talking to the, Ameri- to the uh, Mexicans about uh, autos. And our tariffs are too high. What he's talking about is dairy. Um, so he's talking about supply management. And then he goes on to say that, you know, he's going to get an improvement. And at the end of the day, the Americans will get something that's better than what they have now, even if we put on the table what we'd agreed to in the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement uh, discussions, and we had agreed in the TPP discussions, the Americans withdrew from TPP. Even if we, if we just put that back on the table, it's better than what they have now. But we all know um, that President Trump wants something better than what's in TPP, and he is expecting, you know, when it's our turn, when it's the Canadian's turn, we will have a proposal that um, he will accept. And if it's not acceptable to him, he will talk louder and threaten more so that we sweeten the pot. And it, and it seems to be working. Because what can we do, really? If Canadians have had a big lesson, a rude awakening that we are so tied in to this NAFTA deal. It certainly wasn't something we discussed on the election campaign. It's not something the Liberals thought they'd ever have to do. And now it's one of their most important files. Cindy, he's going to get what he wants. Is it inevitable we're going to have to discuss at least supply management? It is 
inevitable that we have to discuss supply management, uh, and we don't necessarily have to get rid of supply management. He doesn't want that because that would benefit every country. If we get rid of supply management, then the Americans would have to compete with the Europeans, and they'd have to compete with New Zealand and Australia, other big dairy-producing nations. What he wants is greater market access for Americans. He wants managed trade, and he wants to get a bigger piece of the pie than everybody else. Yeah, he does. And it also, which is a little bit worrisome for Canada, is he needs a win. He's heading into the midterms here. He's under the gun with these tariffs. And and some of the states that he swung over to the Republicans, and he said he understood them and he understood their pain, they're in a new kind of a pain here. So he's under the gun. He needs a win to drag around before the midterms. And now we're also in an unusual situation. Cindy, it was all about, you know, I remember talking to people from Mexico, interviewing them, and they were like, please, Canada, don't give up. He was sweet on Canada for a while. Now he's sweet on Mexico, and we want Mexico to hang in there with us. Well, he is uh, negotiating with Mexico right now, and he's saying favorable things vis-a-vis Mexico to uh, cause the negotiations to go in his favor, but also the bigger auto issues are U.S.-Mexico issues as opposed to U.S.-Canada issues. But he does, as you, you started out your, your question, he really does want that win, and he really wants to give a win to the Wisconsin dairy farmers and cheese producers. He wants to give a win to uh, the poultry producers in Arkansas. He wants to give a win to pork and beef and other farmers. He, he wants to bring something to the farmers. And it's for them that he needs to negotiate with Canada. He has to get concessions out of Canada. And he started tweeting about it about a little over a month ago. He's letting us know it's coming and it, we better deliver. And we better deliver because the stakes are very high. If there are auto tariffs, we know how devastating that could be to our economy. Is there a sense, Cindy, and let's face it, even the conservatives are saying they're not going to budge. And the liberals are saying, I mean, just the other day, I could pull a quote if you gave me a few minutes of the prime minister saying, we will not negotiate. Are we being naive here, Cindy? Well, I think each politician plays to their base. And so each politician is saying to their base, you know, we're not going to concede. But at the end of the day, he's going to have to make concessions on supply management in order to secure a renegotiated NAFTA. Um, I think the whole issue is when do you play that card? Do you play it too early? Because if you play it too early with President Trump, he's going to ask for something else. So do you play it as the last card, yeah. or, or do you play it when you, you, know, you see another move that he's going to make and you want to cut off that move? And so it, there's a lot of politics involved here. There's a lot of strategy, and it's knowing your opponent and what it is they want and what it is they're willing to, that they're asking for that they're willing to say, okay, we'll back off on this if you give us this. And um, th- we're going into that, that final stage of the, you know, some of the major um, issues. And it's always the hardest issues that are discussed last. 
You know, you've raised a really good point. And that's what I was going to ask you. Is this our art of the deal here? We're saying no, 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 even though we know that we're going to have to do this. And if that's the case, let's face it, there are people who are going to poke away at the liberal government and say, maybe you, you said you wouldn't negotiate and we're going to have to. Because clearly, as we're talking here, we're, we both realize if, if we've got a budge, we've got a budge. And we are going to have to give President Trump a win on supply management. The question is, what does that win look like? So do we just give him Class 7 milk, which is one of the, the sticking points um, in the relationship that, you know, before we, the Americans were able to send up uh, milk proteins without having to pay uh, duties on them, and then all of a sudden we created this class seven, and all of a sudden there was, you know, significant duties on those products. Do we reverse that policy and then give the Americans a little bit more market access on cheese and on milk, and and then in return for that we give money to the the dairy farmers and the cheese producers. You know, what does it look like? And I think that's probably what the Canadian government is working on quite hard behind the scenes. Uh, while at the same time uh, saying to their base that they're they're not going to uh, give up uh, the fight. They're going to fight hard, and it's just going to be at the end. We fought as hard as we could, and this is what the deal we had to to agree to in order to save autos and yeah. get other things that we want. And in any free trade agreement negotiation, there are winners and losers, and there are, there are concessions. We draw lines in the sand in every agreement, and we move those lines. However, you know, we're hearing things from the U.S., you know, the uh, Canada's being difficult, and, you know, they're not going to, they're not budging. Have we struck the wrong tone? And look, I mean, I think we both will agree, who knows what tone works with this president? He doesn't even know, and he may change his mind if he has a new enemy tomorrow, but... We know that there were things when we got into here, began this negotiation, there was all sorts of extra progressive issues and values that the liberals were criticized for maybe including. Did they include them, as I wondered, because they could say we tried and then throw them away at the end? I think there's a little bit of each of that in, <laughs> in what's happening. And the only thing that I can say um, in response to you know, are they setting the right tone? I'm sure they're doing a better job than what I could have done. And if I was in their shoes, you know, I probably would have messed up somewhere much earlier uh, in the process. And so, you know, it's a really hard job that Christia Friedland is doing, and she's doing a very good job at it. Yes, Mm -hmm. every so often she's going to ruffle some feathers in the United States. Um, And also, President Trump is playing to his base so he might say something that may not necessarily be yeah. accurate, but, you know, yes, the Canadians... He needs the appearance of a win, let's face it. Exactly, but he, but he has to, in, in the art of the deal, it's in what, what do people perceive to be what's happening. Wisconsin farmers were fighting for you. Canada's being really difficult right oh, now. I know. I'm still at the table, and yeah. I'm still pushing for this for you. Oh, yeah, it we got not, him on the ropes. and yeah, But it oh. may not be that... that our negotiators have done anything wrong because we've got some of the best negotiators oh, I know. We've, around. Yeah. Our, our team is absolutely incredible. So, uh, you know, they're doing their jobs, and he's playing to the media. He's playing to social media. He's speaking yeah. directly to his base. At the end of the day, all of this won't matter if we have a 
bargain or a compromise that is acceptable you, you to all sides. You got it. Cindy Toggum's Churning Act, thank you for joining us. We'll see what happens. Thanks kindly. Thank you very much. Cindy's a trade lawyer with Lex Sage.